Hey guys, what's up? Today it's just Grace here. I know it's been like honestly probably a couple weeks at this point since we've even posted an episode, which is not wasn't my intention at all. Um, I think I've always been the one that wanted to start a podcast and honestly I was kind of scared to start it on my own because it's just a daunting thing and then I slowly have realized that like we're not going to start with a million people watching it or listening I should have I mean obviously I knew that but like it's just kind of a realization and I feel like I've gotten more comfortable it's kind of a weird thing just pressing a button on your phone and talking for an hour and then putting it for people to listen to like that concept is genuinely I'm moving so sorry if the audio gets bad genuinely so strange and though so I think I just needed to like get used to it and stuff anyways my point is I think Amelia will come for some episodes but she definitely just doesn't have the drive to do this I guess you could say as much as I do this is something I've wanted to do for forever so the fact that I can do it is just fun and even if no one listens to it like I've learned that the way I process and think about things is just literally talking out loud so anyways that's what this podcast is gonna be if this is your first episode ever listening we just talk out loud here but it's also gonna be interesting because this is my first episode by myself um like I was saying I think Amelia will come for some episodes but overall I don't want to make this something a chore for us to do I think the only way the episodes will be good is if we want to do it and we want to both put in effort and it was very much one-sided she was having a lot of fun for the first few and then I could tell it was more of a burden and a chore than not so anyways um I'm sitting in my bed right now and we're gonna do an episode also I realized that I didn't have the right adapter for like the little microphone oh I lost something hold on okay I found it lol so anyways moral of the story it you know sisters are sisters it was really fun for a while this is something i really want to continue doing i can tell she doesn't so this might just be a solo podcast from now on with occasional appearances of amelia but i thought it's better have this start now and really make this something i love to do and work on it than like do it with someone who doesn't really care about it that much so that was my logic about it um i can talk for years and years and years so won't have a shortage of words at all but today um i wanted to first have a little pop culture discussion so basically if you are on tiktok at all or literally instagram reels probably by this point any social media platform you probably know there's drama a little bit of drama between Haley bieber and selena gomez at the moment and I just want to give my two cents to it because I'm on that side of TikTok. Always have been on the pop culture drama side. Don't really know what that says about me. It's probably not great, but I have some thoughts about it. So just a little summary for someone who doesn't know what's going on. Basically, obviously, Selena was Justin Bieber's longtime girlfriend for on and off for years and years and years. And there's always been conspiracy about how that ended, if he cheated on her, what the deal is with that. And then Haley kind of just swooped in after this long relationship and they got married super quickly. And there's just always been like, obviously, I don't think we know all the answers. We can make conspiracy theories all we want. We don't know all the answers. But 
um, we do know that there's something fishy probably that happened just based on the timeline alone. And so I'm not even going to get into that because that's like more conspiracy. I'm going to get into like what has been happening more recently. So for anyone who doesn't know, basically Hailey Bieber posted a TikTok um, lip syncing words to God's timing is always right after these pictures of Selena Gomez came out. And it was just honestly gave really mean girl energy and like Kendall was there Kylie was there I don't know if Kylie was in the TikTok I don't even remember but basically they've been posting little things like Selena Gomez posted on TikTok a picture about how she like over I think laminated her eyebrows or overdid something with her eyebrows basically they looked like they were like sticking straight up then in a matter of like a few hours Hailey Bieber posted her story a screenshot of a FaceTime with Kylie jenner of just their eyebrows really brushed up and it's just stuff like that doesn't seem like a conspiracy or coincidence it's like first off why would you screenshot a facetime and put it on your story that's like not really something she does a lot you know like i give her the benefit of the doubt if this is just like a common occurrence for her but like she never does that secondly and like i would say i'm i'm not a fan of Haley bieber but like i look at her stuff secondly what are the chances that your eyebrow, your it's just of your eyebrow, and it's in that exact type of over exaggerated, like um, position for the hair, position for the hairs. I don't know, like brushed up position, whatever. Like, what are that's just like didn't doesn't seem like it could just be a coincidence. It's like so many random facts, and so basically, people are calling Haley Bieber out. A ton of old videos have resurfaced of her as a kid being rude, things like that. You get the gist. And sometimes I honestly feel bad holding, like, how old is she? Like, a 25-year-old, super accountable accountable for the things she said when she was 10. Like, obviously, they're the same person, but who, everyone, literally everyone has said something really wrong and messed up when they're 10 years old because they just don't understand whether that's something you know that obviously varies but she was just more like rude i guess at 10 and we're all kind of rude at that age and i don't want to hold her accountable for that when she's 25 now and be like well you're still mean because people can grow you know but there are just you know when you add on the videos whatever it just makes people angry and so people are extremely angry at Haley bieber kylie jenner and kendall because they're all like kind of this squad over here versus selena and taylor also the only video of Haley that really does piss me off that i've seen so far the ones when she's younger i'm like that's really rude but like i can give you if that's 10 years ago i'll give you the benefit of the doubt that hopefully you've grown a little bit but when you keep seeing videos and things that and she's posting things to put another woman down that kind of continue this narrative that's when i'm like well maybe that video 10 years ago actually means something if that makes sense like i'm not going to hold you accountable if you don't have any proof that you're mean now but when there's a video 10 years ago and then two year two years later there's another and then two years later there's another all the way till however you however old she is now to me it's like maybe she just never changed and that was just the start in how she is currently as well kind of like this mean bullying girl and so i have a lot to say about this because i think as much as the drama is interesting it says a lot about like 
our culture and society right now also but i'll get to that at the end the video that really does kind of make me angry is there's this video of someone saying something about a taylor swift album i don't even know what the context was and she's seen like putting her finger in her mouth like she's like gagging like eh. you know that face people do where they like they're like i don't even know it's kind of hard to explain by talking but if you looked up Hailey bieber taylor swift video on tiktok you would totally find it but it was obviously to taylor gag and like why do you have a problem with taylor swift like what has she done to you you know it's that type of stuff that i'm like maybe this is a conspiracy but maybe she doesn't like selena and selena is besties with taylor and there's stuff there also there's rumors of kendall jenner being so rude to taylor swift as well so i wouldn't be surprised if she was rude to selena anyways basically these girls just are starting to get a reputation of being really really um just kind of mean bullying girls and if you look at comment section on all three of them on instagram tiktok literally every platform i've seen them on the comments are ruthless like team selena like um you're rude you're a bully like all these comments just about how you're done no one cares about you anymore really got me thinking and this is just kind of a question it's not really i don't have an answer to it but is it good of if we're i'm obviously team selena okay just team selena all the way but if we're team selena which i think most of the population is is it really good to go to those girls even if we think they deserve it and hate on them if we're saying the problem is them being mean to another girl if that makes sense to me it just feels like hypocrisy that we're holding them accountable for being rude which is totally fair but then we go in their comments commenting just completely rude things i mean the comments on everything's vicious and what made me feel almost bad about myself is i was liking all of them like yes 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 this is what they deserve like this feels so good like this they had this coming to them you know i think that's everyone's like initial response if you're for selena but then i was like is that really best like is that what selena would want us to do like as annoying as that sounds like is that really i don't think that's what selena would really want us to do but putting that aside and you know selena doesn't control we're not doing things because she wants to do them but just as our own selves like how are we going to deal with this because obviously i think they should be held accountable but is the best way of going about that just commenting hate on their videos when what we're literally hating on them for is hating on another woman that's what it or selena another woman whatever it doesn't matter just being mean i just that's what i've been thinking about a lot is like how do we in a way like you know you want justice you want when someone does wrong for them to be held accountable for that but is hating on them really getting what we need out of it if that makes sense i don't know how else we would because they're huge famous people how are just normal people like us who are angry about the situation gonna affect them or you know make it the situation right in any way like we're really powerless in it and the only way i think we can is hating on them but i almost think maybe just unfollowing silently could maybe be a better solution but this is all questions because at the same time i'm liking the comments and so happy they're happening because i've always thought i'm just saying just saying literally if you watch our kardashian episode i think is the last one we posted i talk about how i think kendall jenner is just a mean girl and i get that vibe from her i don't think women should be hating on women i don't think 
that, um, you know, these girls should get away with being publicly mean to someone else. But also, is hating on them really going to help anything? Probably not. Maybe. I don't know. Um, and what does that say about ourselves that we're holding them accountable, but not ourselves in a way. So that's those thoughts that I've been thinking about just on my own level, but then also bigger. Um, I think a lot of the reason why people are so mad at Hailey Bieber specifically, and then Kylie and Kendall also got lumped in, but just focusing on Hailey is like, she in so many interviews has been making this narrative and having to constantly reaffirm that she's a girl's girl if that makes sense she supports other women she doesn't start beef with other women she said it in multiple interviews where she's like people always try to put me against other women and like i don't stand for that like i want to support other women and then out of one side of her mouth she says that and out of another She's being rude to another woman. And everyone hates hypocrisy. If that may, like, the, I think the things that just make people the most mad at celebrities in general is when they say something and then do the exact opposite of what they've said. And it's just like from the outside, when you don't know all the factors and things, you're like, you're so, you're a liar. Like, that's just, you're being a hypocrite. I think that's what makes people so angry at her is that she puts on this moral stance of, you know, I'm supportive to other women, like, whatever, like, I love everyone, and then literally posts mean things about Selena Gomez, who's a literal saint and angel, so I think, anyways, that's just another two cents on the situation, also, like, it's not, it's no surprise that they're gonna be putting, you know, me, not even the media, it's honestly us, the consumer, just society as a whole is going to put selena gomez and Haley bieber up together against each other because obviously they're justin bieber's ex but also we love to make this narrative of like women fighting over a guy if that makes sense everyone loves that story we've seen it in movies um not loves that story but is entertained by it it's not a great story um it's not like a virtuous i don't know what the right word is like um story but it's entertaining and it sells so and so to, at least to me i'm literally there's literally no surprise in my mind that this is always just going to keep circling around once this round ends in a year or two another whole round of fight will happen between them um even if it's not even between them but people will just start up drama because it's entertaining um but one thing for me that was i'm saying um a lot i'm sorry but one thing for me that was so confusing is i don't know if y'all remember but there was a picture of them at some award red carpet thing of them together and people were like oh my gosh like that's the end like look at them they're together and then a few months later this comes out i'm like can girls not just be happy like i would just like to know if this is a conspiracy if it's not like i need someone to address it and i think I don't think all of it's conspiracy. I definitely think parts of it. I just think at this point, it's blown so far out of proportion in a way that there's no going back and it needs to be addressed in some way. And I think literally for Hailey Bieber's sake, she needs to say something about it. I don't know if it needs to be in a form of an apology, a form of explanation. I don't know, but something like needs to be said before this gets even worse. But yeah, that's a little pop culture. Oh, one thing I did want to say quickly is 
also i love that justin just gets completely left out of it of course it's like the two women it's only focused on like their little cat fight if that makes sense and then justin just gets like sit back watch it all go down even though he's the common denominator in both like in this drama he's the common denominator and i'm not saying he needs to definitely get dragged in but i think he could be held accountable for a few things you know it doesn't need to be Haley bieber cheated on selena with just it justin cheated on selena too if that's the narrative of when selena and him were together which is really fuzzy and all of that which i chose not to talk about because it is so fuzzy but like if cheating was a thing why are we only mad at Haley? like literally justin's the person who did it too so but yeah i don't know that's just like a whole nother issue Okay, but transitioning from pop culture, today's episode is going to be talking about the transition between high school and college because if you've listened to anything before, I am a senior in high school and I graduate May 18th and start a whole new chapter of my life. It's just crazy to me from this perspective of like, I'm literally about to start something I'm never going to go back on. Like once I move out of my house to college i'm never gonna really live in my parents house the same as i have for these 18 years like i know after college i'll probably have to move back for a sec obviously i'll be home for breaks but it's just never the same as when you're truly living in your house with your parents with your family all together like just me thinking about the changes that are ahead are so crazy and i'm definitely going to talk more about like senior year and savoring it especially you know i'm really towards the end but even more towards the end it's just like if you think about all the changes that are coming ahead of you at you know 18 years old um it's just something that is talked about and it's like acknowledged it is but some of the details that isn't talked about i want to talk about today because there are things it's like yeah people say it's a change you don't have your parents you have to be more of an adult whatever but there are little things that we don't really talk about that i want to just address a little bit today because i've been thinking about it a lot and this is just really my thoughts anyways so let's just get into it so first i'm gonna do some of the like little smaller ones that are like not as deep things that are scary but also like whatever and then we're gonna get into like a big one that i've been thinking about a ton so that's how it's gonna go So I'm switching back and forth between my note page on my phone. So if it sounds weird, I don't know. So first off is the fact that I go to a really, really small school, which I think we've mentioned before. I need to do an episode talking about it more. Maybe after I graduate, I can really reflect on like everything. But I've gone to this school since kindergarten. So this is my 12th or 13th year at this school. And it's a private school. I have 50 kids in my grade, exactly 25 girls and 25 boys, which is not accurate for every grade. The grade above us had like eight boys and like 40 girls. So dances were a literal bloodbath. Um, But that's not the case for our grade, thankfully. And so this is all I've ever known is like a small school. Um, I've known these kids my whole life. It's not just like I went to you know for like a normal public school like you go to maybe junior high with these kids in high school um which is still a lot of time and hard but i've literally known probably 
70% of them, obviously some have come and gone and there's new kids and whatever, but I'd say probably a good like 70% of them since since kindergarten, since I was literally five years old. Like we've grown up together in a way that's crazy to think about. And so there's a lot of emotion with it because you have pictures with these kids as five-year-olds and now we're 18 and we've really only known each other not only known each other as in like um like we only know the 50 kids in our grade like we have friends out of school stuff like that that's not what I mean but I mean we've only known each other in the setting of school you've probably had at least one class with every kid in the grade you see everyone a few times a day like you pass people in the hallways like there's no one you just don't know the name of when there's 250 kids 250 kids in your entire high school not only do you know every kid in your grade obviously but you know basically every kid in the whole high school except the freshmen i don't know the freshmen i'll admit it don't know their names but it's a really cool environment and it's something i want to talk about like a small school pros and cons because there are a lot of pros and there are a lot of cons that come with it, like anything that's good or bad. But it's just something that, that I've been thinking about. Like, I probably won't ever see this exact number of 50 kids ever again once I leave that graduation room. And I know it's the same for every high school. But when you have like 900 kids in your grade, it's like really ob- an obvious fact. You think about a lot that like, Obviously, all 900 kids aren't going to come back for like high school reunion or whatever. But when you have 50 and you know every single one, you've had a conversation with every single one because there's literally 50 kids in your grade. It's such a weird thought to me that in literally two months, I'm going to be saying goodbye to probably half of them and we'll go from seeing them once or twice a day to maybe never seeing them again. And it's a really odd, odd feeling. And our grade of 50 kids that I've, you know, 70% of them since kindergarten has moved on for second, third, obviously a school does, is just not going to be like a cohesive group anymore. Like that's just, that doesn't exist. Like the class of 2023 is spread on. We've moved out. We're done with each other. And we're never going to really be this grade that like, moves together grows up together it's just weird like i don't know if that concept even makes sense but that's been something i've been thinking about crazily so if you relate to me and you go to a small school you'll really get that if you go to a bigger school maybe it's just something to think about like the differences i don't really know but for my specific situation that is so freaking trippy for me to wrap my head around but now on to more things everyone will get i guess So first things first is finding a roommate. No one prepared me for how weird this process is. Basically, there's accounts. I'm going to Baylor. So there's Baylor 2027. And you look at these accounts, you DM people. It's just weird because I feel like I'm like flirting with a girl because you DM them. You're like, oh my gosh, like, are you going to Baylor? Whatever. Like, oh, great. Like, to get a roommate you just have to be so bubbly and like i don't text like that i'm like a dryish drier texter not really dry at all but i don't use like punctuation exclamation points i've never been like a girly texter if that makes sense and so just having to like put on such a show damning these girls is just brutal and it it actually takes something out of me and it's terrible and i really pray to god i find a freaking roommate because this process sucks 
And no one prepared me for how weird it is to try and find a roommate. It's weird. It's weird. You don't, it's weird that you're just DMing them. And then literally in like four months, five months, maybe I'm going to be living with them for a year. I will see them almost every day. And I don't know who they are right now. And we're probably just going to meet over Instagram. You know, that's bizarre. I think the concept of like having a roommate in college makes sense, obviously, because they're trying to put as many people as they can in college. But what's weird to me is the fact of if you're not going with a friend, which I have friends I could go with, but we're choosing specifically not to room together because like I've said a million times, we have a grade of 50 we need to branch out, you know? I think we're mature enough to realize it's just better for us if we go to a college and still know when we go home, we're going to be besties and still know even at the college, we'll be besties, but at least we're not even living together, just continuing that community over and over. Like, I've been in this bubble of my school for long enough and it's good to get out of it a little bit. So anyways, we've chosen not to room together and just the fact like I get it if you're going with friends and you're rooming together for a year like that makes sense but the fact that most people either do why am I like forgetting the name of what it's called this is frustrating the thing where like the they it's just like random you have no idea or they meet them on Instagram is so weird how is this like normalized like you're literally living with a random person for a year possibly more if you become friends like not only are you just living with them in the same like house the same tiny room like what that i will never just wrap my head around how that's just so normal it's not even like a facility where there's like multiple rooms and you have your own room and you just live in the same house or whatever like a normal house you're living in the same space of a tiny room and you're spending every second with each other not every second but you're sleeping with each other whatever you get the point a lot of time inevitably because you're living in that room so you're gonna spend time in that room and your roommate is living there too so you're obviously gonna spend time with them why am i explaining how you're gonna spend time with their roommate i don't know but can anyone relate to the fact that that's weird like is that just me i don't know because maybe i'm overthinking it but i don't think i am i think it's weird Okay, I'm also realizing as I'm saying this, it's not really, this is not really as much about transition, maybe between, maybe my last one will be, I don't know if I'll do that topic name justice, but another thought. So one thing I've been thinking about, or not thinking about, but this has been annoying me, is how people just have the audacity to talk bad about the college you are going to and it's like not really they don't think it's rude like i don't think people understand when you have worked your butt off all of high school to hopefully graduate and also get into college and someone craps on the school that you're excited to go to it just sucks like the amount of times i hear people say i'm going to baylor it's super expensive i got a good scholarship only reason i'm able to go i understand how expensive it is i understand that but when people make comments to me like i can't believe you'd be willing to spend sixty thousand dollars on one year of school same like same yes that is a very valid statement 
but the way it's phrased, the tone of it makes me feel dumb for doing it. And I'm not spending $60,000. I'm not going to say how much I am spending. That's the starting price. And they're very generous with scholarships and I've gotten a good one and I'm able to afford it. Thankfully, literally so grateful. But it just kind of rubs me the wrong way when people make little jabs like that. Like I could never. It's just not worth it. Like obviously it's worth it to me. That's why I'm going. So why are you telling me that? You can talk to someone else about that behind my back. I don't care. But don't talk to me about that because I'm obviously willing to pay. Well, I wouldn't be willing to pay $60,000. But I'm willing to pay a lot for an education at this school. Not 60000 But I'm obviously going to the school. So why are you crapping to me about it? You know? Another thing people will say is like talking bad about Waco. Like I could just never live in Waco. Like, okay. And you're not going there. So why are you telling me that? Like, yes, you're not going to Baylor. You don't like Waco. I'm literally committing to Baylor. And you think it's okay to just crap on the place I'm going to be living for the next four years of my life? Like, I would never do that. I just don't get why it's like a thing. People do this all the time. Especially AM. Like, College Station's disgusting. To someone that's going to AM, I agree. Sorry if you go to AM. I think College Station's ugly. I can't say much because I'm going, I'm going to be living in Waco. But I do. I would never go to someone who's going to AM and say, how could you live there? I think College Station's ugly. What are you going to get out of that besides offending them and making them defensive? Why don't you literally go talk to someone who has the same opinion as yours going to, I don't know, going to Arkansas. Go to someone who's going to Arkansas and be like, I don't get how people go to AM. College Station's ugly. That's still crappy, honestly, but at least you're not saying it to someone who's literally choosing to go to AM. Like people are spending so much money and choosing out of a bunch of colleges to go to a school, right? They obviously like it. They obviously feel led there and they obviously like have a connection and love for that school. And when people just crap on it to the person that's going there, I'm like, what do you think you're going to get out of that? What? Another thing is when people act like to you, kind of shame you for your school in a way, like theirs is just smarter in a better location, things like that. It's not even as much smarter, but I've had people, I feel like I just have to say an example. People be like, well, have fun there. I'm going to be in New York City. Like, things like that. Like, yeah, great. Is New York City better than Waco? Like, yes, I can admit that. But why do you make me feel dumb now? Like, that immediately makes me feel stupid for living in Waco. Like, uh, well, I mean, have fun in College Station. I'm going to be in Florida. Like, okay, great. You're going to be in Florida, but now I feel dumb. You know what I mean? Like, it just... I think college is sensitive enough to people, people care enough about it, where we should just be to each other's faces, if you know someone's going to the school, kind of nice about the school. Unless it's like a joke, and it's a sports thing, you know, I don't care. If it's sports, crap on the school as much as you want. You know, like, if UD and A&M's, whoa, no. If A&M's playing someone and you're an Aggie, yeah crap on the you know what i mean like that's different that's sports but when it's like comes to someone's like oh i'm going to baylor and you're like 
oh my gosh, you would live in Waco? You would pay that much money? It's ugly there. You would like all of that's like, oh, uh, yes, I would because I'm going there. So why are you making me feel bad? That's that. Okay, moving on. Um, This is one that's kind of small, but the tension between the months where people are hearing back about schools and like the awkwardness of like you got into a school and you're excited about it, but you don't know if you should ask the person if they also got in if you know they applied there because what if they didn't and you did and then there's an awkward moment or what if they got in and you haven't heard yet that's awkward there's just a lot of tension and awkwardness so if you're a junior or whatever just be very aware of people's feelings when it comes to like getting in or not to schools because yes be happy you are so valid to be happy if you got into a school but also be aware that some people may have not gotten in and that might have been their dream school and that's heartbreaking for them heartbreaking and so you know just be aware of like what you're doing doesn't mean you shouldn't be happy for yourself but also if you didn't get into your dream school and one of your best friends did and they didn't even really care about the school or maybe it was their dream school whatever reason and they're telling you about it and they're so excited rubbing it in your face without even realizing it and you didn't get in like that sucks um and so i just think no one prepared me for the tension of like one time someone walked into our study hall and it was about auburn and they were like oh i got into auburn like and everyone was like oh great and someone sitting literally to my right didn't get in and i didn't even know that at this point and the person who had gotten, who walked in was like, whoever didn't get in, like everyone got into Auburn. If you didn't get in, you're just dumb. Walks out. The person sitting to my right starts bawling because that guy had no idea that she didn't get in. But it still is like, why would you say that? You know, it sucks because you also don't always know where someone applied. You don't always know all the information. And so I'd say people really care about college um if they have the opportunity to go and it's like definitely to be aware of what you say because she felt terrible she felt dumb it was already an open wound because she didn't get into a school she really loved but on top of that now she just feels stupid so i would say tension it's it's not that it is kind of actually deep i was gonna say it's not that deep but honestly it is this is people's lives people really care about this you've worked off high school for this so if you take college really seriously so i'd say be aware that's more of an advice but also i was not prepared for that at all and it's so strange how people hear back for baylor it's so random so my best friend knew almost a month before i did and it was really hard because we both knew we wanted to go to baylor so bad and it was not going to lie awkward at times because i was really anxious scared i wasn't going to get in and she had heard and there can be resentment that grows. It didn't grow for me because I didn't think about it that way, but I could see how that could happen. So just anyways, like I said, be aware. Okay, and then my last one, which is the one that I've been thinking about a lot, is more kind of talking about transition, not just college and whatever, but actually transitioning from high school to college is kind of like your identity and okay here we go so i think your identity in high school is a lot more almost predictable and influenced 
and conditioned, if that makes sense. You're conditioned by your teachers. You're conditioned by your parents a lot more, your friends, because everything's more just controlled. For me, there's the same 50 kids. So I see the same friends and everything every day. But everyone, if you go to however big your school is, you see a lot of the same people every day. So this applies all the way around. But I'm just saying in high school, it's more set. A friend group, I feel like, is more set. Whereas in college, it, it is, but it's it's just different. Friends are different in college. My understanding, at least, wouldn't know yet. But, um, so you're conditioned by your friends. When I say conditioned, I just mean, like, influenced and kind of changed. And, you know, like, when you've been hanging out with someone for a long time and you start to do certain things that they do and you don't even realize it. It's like that. That's what I mean by conditioned. Um, also, a huge factor in high school is your parents i don't care if you hate your parents i don't care if you have a great relationship definitely have a great a great relationship you're probably more conditioned by them but in most cases for me at least you see them every day you live with them they have more of an impact in your life than they will in college because you simply live in the same house as them they know you they know your life you know you definitely are more influenced by your parents what your parents what parent what decisions your parents made in high school things like that your siblings if you have an older sibling younger sibling that changes you and so i feel like the environment is just more controlled so your identity is very set and it's it is your own and you're by 18 and a senior starting to figure out how it is your own and starting to figure out how it's not who your parents want you to be. It's not who your friends are, but it's your own. But at the same time, you're still very much in high school, obviously. And you're still being in a situation where it's very easy to be conditioned to maybe not always being being your truest form of yourself. And so your identity becomes, I feel like, a collage almost or like a mashup of a bunch of different people's ideas and opinions and as you grow older you can you know start to patch away at that but it's still very there in high school that's just my opinion and something i've been thinking about i don't think it's like that for everyone i think more people there are some people that are literally not themselves at all you know like they're they're just pictures of everyone else put on them there's some people that really are more themselves and aren't really like that but i would say overall in high school the average sorry i just had stats last um the mean um had stats last periods that's like in my brain um is definitely more we're kind of all like each other if that makes sense and we are very influenced and when you're really influenced by people you're not always your truest form of yourself and that's you know you can be influenced really well by people really bad but i'm talking more just influence in general the way you act the way you do you the way you just function in life is just a little bit different but when you go to college you have this whole new shift in identity and it's not only that you're on your own now but genuinely all of people's preconceived ideas about you in high school, the name you've made for yourself, even if you're not popular at all, you have a name for yourself. People see you and, you know, have an idea about you before they talk to you, if that makes sense. 
people just know about you through you know whatever it is it doesn't even matter if it's through people if it's not people have an idea about you and um they can they stick with it it's just preconceived it doesn't matter first impressions aren't always first impressions um even if you feel like you're not popular and no one knows your name like i guarantee you they can look at things you do or the way the things you wear and it's like this kind of preconceived idea of who you are in high school and people have this idea of you and you're kind of stuck in that idea the things you like the things you do so for instance like i feel like in high school you could be a complete jock football player and go to college and act like an artsy kid and like who would know the difference in college if that makes sense in college you have an opportunity to almost completely reinvent yourself if you want to and i think that's beautifully freeing almost but also really terrifying because you have been given a freedom to change your identity and that's a daunting task if you really think about it you could screw it up you could make it 10 times worse than it was in high school or you could reinvent yourself in a really cool way or um you know i think there's just pressure and identity is so valued in our culture and i'm not talking about the way you express yourselves whatever i'm just talking about like more who you are as a person not like your gender identity or things like that i'm just talking about like who you are innately i guess but this opportunity to almost have a new identity um is really scary i think for myself because i don't know what's going to change i don't know how i'm going to be perceived right now i'm pretty aware of how i'm perceived by others um where i fit in line and at my school the things i like to do um what people know i like to do if that makes sense like people know who i am like my friends know who i am um acquaintances know who i am but in college you go and what if you say something weird and you screw up the way people perceive you and then people perceive you in a whole different way that's such a fragile thing and it's just really interesting to think about how someone who knows you from high school might think of you as a completely different person than someone who knows you in college even if you're the same person just because in high school i think you're so different than you are in college because you've just grown if if not only your interests have changed your age has changed and with that maturity happens hopefully or even if it's not maturity you just change as you grow older like that's just inevitable but it's definitely not a soft launch per se it's like you finish high school in a few months you're in college and it's you're you're on your own and that can be really scary so i guess i've just been thinking about how i want my identity to not change to be perceived as others in a certain way that's dangerous i don't think we should change our identity and be so worried about how others perceive our own identity and who we are in college i'm just saying that's going to change but i think what i'm more concerned about is how i can change for the better between high school and college to make that as i guess go as well as possible in a way not for others but for my own sake i have an opportunity to be really actually have a first impression i can't tell you especially 50 kids in my grade i none of the kids in my grade have had a first impression of myself since kindergarten you know i've just been that same person to them and so you have the opportunity to meet new people and make first impressions and i'm like how do i want to be regarded um how do i want to be able to i guess 
be myself Ugh, like you that sounds so like how can i be myself but i don't know does that make sense at all I, that's what i've been thinking about i guess just to sum it up how is my identity gonna change in college i guess because it is i mean i'm not gonna have my parents there every day i'm not gonna have my friends there every day the same friends um and with that kind of conditioning back to the beginning i was talking about conditioning and influence with that being gone i think you have a lot more freedom maybe without even knowing it i think we don't really know how influenced and conditioned we are until all of a sudden we're not and we are able to you know have this freedom and new way of being able to i guess feel who we are if that makes sense so anyways i guess just with all of that um, one of the biggest thing I've been thinking about is just how my identity is going to change, not only in the way others perceive me, but also just in my own opportunity to be um, not perceived in a certain way where I don't have to fit a mold anymore. I don't have people, not that my parents really tell me how I should be or act, but I don't really have any um, person from a past life, past life, but you know what I mean, past you know, 18 years of my life, that's gonna say different, like, it's a new place, a new environment, new people, a new everything, and I think with that, you're just inevitably just gonna change a little bit, because you don't have the same pressures and influence that you used to, and also you're growing up, um, and you're gonna have new influences, I mean, I don't think there's a time as a human being you can just not be influenced by anything at all ever. I mean, influencers are a thing because human beings are influenced and it's just a fact. But the same old influences won't be there and I think that's going to cause some sort of changing. But that's just me thinking out loud about life. So anyways, I think I'm going to end the episode here. Um, I have no idea what I'm going to title this. It was just basically a big talking about college and life decisions and everything but i really hope you'll enjoy i'm really gonna try to do this a lot more i think i'm just gonna try to post twice a week i don't care what days it's just gonna come out twice a week we tried to do a posting schedule and i think it just never worked out well and it did more harm than good so just twice a week is the goal maybe two days in a row who freaking knows and i'm also going to be thinking of a new name for the podcast because I think everything in between doesn't fit my vibe anymore so yeah I hope that works um maybe I'll just call it thinking out loud like something that just plain because that's just what it is like that's summing up this podcast so I really hope y'all enjoyed this episode um feel free to make sure to listen feel free to make sure that makes a lot of sense feel free to listen to other past episodes I really like the episodes with Amelia just you know not the vibes because someone at amelia does not really want to do this anymore and i do so i'm just gonna do it by myself um but yeah uh follow us or me i guess now at um uh what's it called everything in between underscore no spaces or capitalization on tiktok which i'm sure i'll change that username once i change the name of the podcast so yes I really hope y'all enjoyed and I'll see y'all whenever I post next. Bye!